The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready for some free advice on finding the right support for your website? Well, open up your browser and let's search for solutions. Our hosts are expert internet marketing consultants who will give you sound advice on how to find the right kind of help with SEO, SEM, reputation management, social media, and more. Your free advice starts now with Search for Solutions with your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland, and the Aussie webmaster, Frank Watson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another exciting show of Search for Solutions. I'm Greg Nyland, a.k.a. Good ROI, and I'm joined with my partner, Frank Watson, a.k.a. Aussie Webmaster. How you doing, Frank? Always doing well, mate. Born with a smile on my face. I haven't lost it yet. All right. We've got 30 minutes. Let's pump it out. Give as much money-making tips as we can for people that are trying to make money online. Uh, today, what do you want to talk about? Uh, how about uh, online marketing for local businesses? All right, start the clock, 30 minutes, tip for how to make money for online marketing of local businesses. Um, let's start off with the basics. If you're going to be online, you need to get a real domain and real hosting. Don't be going for the free stuff. Don't be going for the blog spot. Actually spend 10 bucks, get a real domain. Um, you know, get some hosting. Actually spend more than $3 a month on your hosting company. You get what you pay for. You don't have to spend a lot, but the $2 hosting, the free hostings, those aren't good if you want to be serious. If you want to be serious, drop at least, you know, 10 bucks on a good solid domain and hosting account. Um, yeah, exactly. I think that uh, what people have got to realize is think of it in terms of how much you spend on your yellow page ad if you're a local business. You know, most local businesses pay to have their business listed in the yellow pages, you know, highlighted, generally some of them grab a box, and all of this adds to the bill. You know, it's generally, you know, cost them anywhere from a hundred to a few hundred dollars a month to have that listing in the yellow pages. Yet nowadays most people are going to the web to search for information. So you've got to think of in terms of taking the money that you may have used in that form of traditional advertising and moving at least some of it over and getting a real domain and getting proper hosting so that you don't look cheesy with those little banner ads that the free hosting puts all over your site. You know, as professional as you want to look, as your office or your, your store wants to look, that's how you should be looking online. And, you know, people won't take you seriously unless you take your presence online seriously as well. Yeah, you bring up a great point. A lot of local businesses dropping a ton of money on the yellow space, uh, yellow pages, I should say. We're only talking about dropping 130 bucks a year, 10 bucks for the domain, and 10 bucks a month for hosting. And if you don't know what a good hosting company is, uh, do a search for Tiger Tech Hosting. They charge about seven, eight bucks a month for hosting, and it's high quality hosting. Um, you know, there's a lot of other people out there, Dream Hosting. Look at what other people are using to host their sites on, you know, and if you see a serious, uh, a lot of serious websites being hosted by a company, then it's more than likely you can trust them. Um, personally, I would not use the same company for my domain registration and my hosting 
just because if there's any issues with the hosting bill, you don't want them to hold your domain name for uh, being hijacked. So just keep yeah. those separate. Um, That's also, always second, a good tip. Yeah. Um, once you have a real domain and you got a real hosting thing, now you got a blank page, basically. How do you make it pretty? I would head over to 99designs. 99designs.com allows you to get a cheap, semi-customized look. Basically, you, uh, it allows freelancers to create stuff that you like or don't like, and whoever's design you like the most, you then award them the prize. And the prizes generally go from, as they say, 99designs. It starts at about 99 bucks and goes up to two, three, four, five hundred bucks. So for a few hundred bucks, you can get a really nice looking design for your local business, customized just for you. Um, another thing, if we're talking about getting a customizing it for you, don't create a one-page site, okay? Create a page that's filled with content. Go over to Elance, go anywhere and hire a freelance writer. The economy is really crappy right now. You can get freelance writers to write up pages for $10, $20 a page. So to create a 10-page website of really great information, it's going to cost you 100 bucks. 100 bucks is incredibly cheap when you consider how much money you just dropped on that half-page yellow page ad. Yeah, precisely. And you know, I agree that you should build it out. Uh, if you're not good at providing the content, go and use somewhere like Elance. Uh, I personally think that the people that run the business are most probably the best to write the content initially and then get it rewritten by someone that doesn't speak their jargon. A lot of the times people put up websites uh, and they speak the language that they know within their business and unfortunately the general public doesn't share that vocabulary and a lot of the times they'll lose users and, and visitors because they just don't quite understand what's being discussed. So the way to it is you write something that you want and then have some lay person that's not associated with your industry to try and rewrite it for you in a way that it can be read by just the average person who is going to be your potential client. Yeah, excellent point. I mean, you want to have the jargon so that way people know that you know what you're talking about, but you also need to translate it into what people are actually going to Google and Yahoo and searching for. Um, one person that would actually be ideal for this is contact your, uh, have your receptionist do it. Your receptionist knows the jargon that you use, and she also, or he, I should say, also knows the words that people use when they call up the phone and say, hey, I'd like to make an appointment for so-and-so. So the receptionist that, of your business probably has the words for both worlds. And if your receptionist isn't great, then hey, have her do the first few pages, as Frank says, great idea and then hand it over to a freelance writer to uh, proofread it and throw in a little edit, you know, make it pretty and English teacher it up. Um, and that's going to be a lot cheaper for you. And it's really cheap, but you guys definitely should have at least 10, 20, 30, 40 pages of real solid content out there. You know, whatever people are calling your business asking about, build a page for it. If people are going to Google and searching for it, build a page for it. It takes five, ten minutes to build that page. That page is going to be there forever, and you're going to get a ton of traffic. So why not invest the time and the money for it? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, no, exactly. The first thing anyone that's coming into the online space needs to do is to have 
a, a good presence. And the beauty of the web is you may have a small store, you may be a very mom and pop type organization, but the web gives you the opportunity to make you look just like an IBM, just like a Macy's, just like you know, the really large people out there because it's, it's about you know, getting a good designer and 99design is a great example of where you can get a lot of people competing to be the one that's paid to provide you with your design. You know, give them a little bit of uh, look at a few websites that you like and say, I'm looking to create a website for this particular business and I like the look of these types of websites and that gives them a, a methodology to work from and you'll end up with some really good uh, offerings and and have an established business online. Now, you may only have you know, a small store, but your online presence can make you show the authority that you have in your space. You know, not everyone yeah. that knows everything is in a you know, glass ivory tower. There are a lot of people that are very good at what they do in small businesses that can show that expertise online by providing a lot of you know, really good content, answering questions that potential clients may have before they even come to you. And by having those answers, you show that you really do know what you're talking about and, and you get the confidence and the trust value of the potential clients and they end up either buying something from you online, contacting you online, or coming to your brick-and-mortar establishment. Oh, very true, very true. Um, my family all laugh at me because I actually have a, a book published. Um, actually, it's not technically not under my name. It's technically published underneath the business name. But I have a book out there. My website looks better. And more importantly, it outranks a Fortune 500 company for the money keyword, okay? And so it looks like I'm actually a bigger business online. When someone goes to Google and they come and they do a search, I'm outranking the Fortune 500 company. I have a cleaner website than the Fortune 500 company, and I have a free book filled with information clearly showing I know what I talk about. So that way I actually get a ton of traffic. Everyone refers to me in the industry um, for that website. And I am just running a small three-man operation on that tiny website. But because it's online, it's a David and Goliath competition, and David can kick Goliath all the way to the curb. So it doesn't matter how big a Fortune 500 company you're competing against when you're online. The road is a lot easier to travel. All right, so once we've invested all the time and money, we got the real domain, we got a good hosting account, we got a good-looking website, we filled it up with content that people are searching for. Frank, how do we get traffic to this? How do we make money after we've invested all this time and money into this? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can have the prettiest website in the world, but if you don't get traffic, it doesn't mean anything, just like if you have a store out there and people aren't coming. So online, there are ways that you can get traffic. The, obviously, the term SEO, search engine optimization, is all about optimizing your presence in the search results. The other way that you can go about it is using paid search. I recommend to a lot of my people that uh, we start with paid search, and then from there we can redefine what keywords we need to use and which keywords we should work on for the SEO purposes, because it takes a little longer for those words to start having impact in the search results. 
Yeah, uh, PPC, you can generally get a lot faster results where SEO and also PPC can help you uncover the research that you need to do a better SEO campaign. So to do a paid campaign, you need a bit of money up front, but you know what? It actually is better to do it uh, before you do your free search engine optimization just because it's going to help you refine your SEO campaign and make a lot smarter decisions. Let's take a quick break right now, listen to our fabulous sponsors, then come back in with some specific details about how you can spend your PPC money smarter and how to spend your time on SEO a lot wiser. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. More free advice on Search for Solutions after we thank our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. With shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SCM Synergy, we can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience. What you charge an hour for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. The Jerry Abrams Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more Search for Solutions, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking about online marketing for local business. So join us here at, for the search for solutions to that question. I'm Greg Nylands, a.k.a. GoodROI. You can follow me on Twitter at GoodROI. And I'm joined, Frank, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, like everything else, it's Aussie Webmaster, A-U-S-S-I-E Webmaster. So for more tips, if uh, you can't get enough of your fill from this 30 minutes, head on over to Twitter and follow us, and we'll share some more helpful tips over there. Um, but right now we're sharing helpful tips specifically about how to do the best PPC campaign for a local business. You don't have a lot of money. You're small. You're local. We get it. We're going to teach you right now a few helpful tricks how to make your few dollars go a lot longer. All right, Frank, tip number one, yeah, P- how do I make this go PPC is PPC is definitely the area that I have most probably have the most experience uh, you know that I've worked the hardest and most probably the, the broadest in. 
And for local businesses, it doesn't. You can drill down, just like you can run an international global campaign. The beauty of paid search is you can drill this down to within a zip code. Google and the other search engines give you the ability to geo-target. Granted, Google's the one that does it the best. Uh, they give you that ability to, uh, to create a zip code by zip code uh, listing. And if you're looking at a small business that only wants to reach out to a set number of suburbs within a town, you can do that by creating just specific areas where you want your ads to appear. So in other words, if someone comes in and does a search for uh, paintbrushes, for example, they will appear only where the advertiser wants them to. So I'd live in Brooklyn. If you wanted to limit it to, say, Bay Ridge and Park Slope and the areas surrounding that, you can pick those zip codes. And those are the only people that you're going to appear to. So it's not like someone in China that's searching for a paintbrush is going to see your ad, click on it, and not be able to get to your store so you can make some money. Now, if yeah. you happen to be a business that's <clears throat> that can drop ship or you know send send merchandise, then maybe you'd look to increase the, your geo-targeting. But as far as just a small local business, whether it's a bar, a restaurant, uh, legal services, any, any type of very local business, the best way to do it is to start with geo-targeting. And also, mm -hmm. you want to mention the, the local term. So you set up your broad base, have it geo-targeted, you can broad match uh, terms that have your city or your neighborhood mentioned in them so that that way that qualifies it. You may have someone, for example, if you're talking about Brooklyn and Manhattan, you may have someone that has a business in Brooklyn but realizes that people are at work on Wall Street or throughout Manhattan and are doing searches to find what they're going, where they're going to go on the weekend. So to get around that part of it, what you would do is you would use the neighborhood term, say Bay Ridge paintbrushes or paintbrushes and Bay Ridge, that type of thing, so that when people do a search outside of your immediate area, but because they are doing the search for their local neighborhood, generally they'll put that in. If I'm looking for a restaurant in my town, I put my town name in and go Italian restaurants if I'm looking for Italian restaurants. So there are ways mm -hmm. of doing it. Yeah, as Frank's saying here, you know, if you're a dentist or a lawyer, you're probably only caring about a very local geographic area. So you can, using Google and the search engines, they allow you to say, I want my paid ads to only appear for these zip codes, for these towns, for these cities, for these states, whatever your geographic area is, okay? And every local business is different. Some have smaller areas, some have uh, bigger areas. But using the geotargeting, you can narrow it down. And then using the local term to PPC uh, your ad text, that's actually going to reinforce it to the consumers that you are a local business. It's going to pique their interest in you. And also, it's going to avoid someone that's not looking for your local business from wasting your ad budget, which is really important. Um, any yeah, other help? Exactly. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I, I recommend to everyone to include a phone number in the, the actual ad text. What it does is it shows if you've got the local uh, extension that you're local, it reinforces that local, that people have you know, the trust in wanting to deal with local merchants and local professional services. 
And also by putting the phone number in, if someone happens to call, they're not clicking. So you actually get a way there of drawing a little bit of traffic to you without actually having to pay for it. Yeah, imagine if you throw in your toll-free number. Uh, when people see toll-free numbers, they're a lot more inclined to give you a phone call. And in, if you're on the search engines with your pay-per-click ads, okay, you're getting a free ad because they're not clicking, they're calling the toll-free number. So that toll-free number might cost you 20 bucks a month to set up, but 20 bucks is going to give you free ads and get you a lot more phone calls. Also, as Frank does mention, um, it adds more to your authority presence. People like to deal with businesses that they know are not, you know, fly-by-night operations. They want to know you got a phone number. They want to know you got a street address. They want to know where they can get in touch with you if they have a question. So having that information makes them feel more comfortable and more importantly, lets you get traffic and sales leads for free, which I love. Uh, yeah, and, in the, and, the, and the other thing is, if you put in a phone number and they're doing a search on their mobile phone, they can actually highlight the number and call you straight from their phone. So, yeah. you know, there are a lot of pluses for adding a phone number in that gets that immediate contact with your potential customers. Another thing I'll say for uh, pay-per-click campaigns uh, people should definitely research how to use negative keywords. Basically, a negative keyword is a keyword that when someone includes this in their search term, your ad will not appear. For example, let's say you uh, repair widgets, okay? You don't sell widgets. Um, so when someone types in buy widget, since you don't sell the widget, you don't want to appear there because if someone clicks on your ad, they're looking to buy a widget which you don't sell. So just simply use negative keywords and your ad won't appear for that. So you'll be much more targeted and your ad will be only appearing to people that are possible buyers instead of being appearing to everyone, including people that aren't going to buy from you and waste your money with accidental clicks. Um, not a great it's, it's, Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, that part of it actually ties over into the start of SEO because you need to have analytics on your page. Google offers them for free, so it's it's relatively easy to do. They'll walk you through how to put the code at the bottom of your pages. Uh, you can, it's really simple and it, it's something that everyone needs to do. The benefit of the analytics, apart from telling you how people are traveling through your website, what brought them there, is it will give you those negative keywords. Because inside of the analytics, you can see what keywords, what search terms have brought people to your website. So by looking at those, you can start getting a feel for what's motivating people to come to you, and you can realize some of them are a waste of time. So you can then use those negatives to apply to your paid search campaign to save yourself some money. And then you can also use that information when you start building out your decisions on what keywords you want to reach out for as far as SEO goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a great point about analytics. And in case anyone's wondering, how do I get analytics? I would suggest you probably use Google Analytics. They're one of the bigger analytic options out there, and they're free. So for local businesses with limited budgets, that's a win-win situation for you. Really easy to use. Google's behind it, so it's super strong, and it's free. So enjoy it. 
and using that information that you got from PPC, you know what keywords are driving you traffic that leads to sales. So now you know where to spend your SEO efforts because you can't rank for every single term. You, can, you have limited SEO resources, but if you know that this keyword, you know, like red widgets, sells twice as much as opposed to ranking number one for blue widget, then you know you should spend your SEO time ranking for blue widgets. Um, you know, um, so right now we got limited time. We're going to take a quick commercial break, listen to our great sponsors, then we're going to come back with those SEO tips about how to get your local website ranking in the search engines to get you free traffic. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. More free advice on Search for Solutions after we thank our sponsors. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services, and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with Revenue Wire, conversions have increased dramatically. Revenue Wire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Watch your shopping cart overflow, because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more Search for Solutions, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Greg Nyland, joined with my partner, Frank Watson. We're talking about local businesses, how to make money online, because, hey, we all like money, right? <laughs> right? Of course. <laughs> I love money. All right. 
we got a limited time here. We're going down the final stretch here, so we've got a lot of information. So pardon us if we're talking a bit fast, but this is archived, so you can download it and you can rewind it and get all this information. But we just want to make sure your time is getting the most out of this. Um, so we're talking about how to get the local website in SEO, search engine optimization, so it's ranking when people go to Google, Yahoo, Bing, and searching for stuff. And as Frank mentioned before, one of the great things about this, you want to be adding the local terms to your pages. So when someone types in Brooklyn Dentist, or if someone types in Dallas, Texas Lawyer, you want to have those local terms so your web page has at least an opportunity to rank. Because if it's not on your page, there's no way the search engines are going to be ranking you for it. So step one, get the right keywords on your page. Mention them often, use their synonyms, have fun, get them out there, okay? Um, second step? Yeah. They, well, the first thing that people should realize is there are two aspects of SEO. There are what, what are called on-page factors, which are the, the, the terms, the architecture of your website, the, the text links that you use within you know, your own site to other pages, and then there are off-page factors. So you've yeah. got to juggle the two. Yeah, you've, yeah. Got to be able to, you've got to be able to have the, the keywords in your title tag. You want to write a good description because the description is the part that appears in the search result. And, you know, that's your selling pitch. It doesn't count towards anything as far as uh, SEO in any significant fashion. Now, you'll have some people who say the description tag is being used slightly, but where it really means something is it is the verbal message that is written down in the search results. And you want to make that message very clear and you want to change it for each page so that you can get people to read that and jump. They may see if you're listed at say three or four and you write the right copy, they're going to click on you before they they click on people above you because they didn't do a smart job with their description tags and it's all stuffed with keywords or copy that that's been taken off of the web page itself in no sense of order. Mm -hmm. and, and as Frank points out, uh, in our limited time here, we can't teach everything about SEO. We're just going to give you some specific tips about SEO for local businesses. But Webmaster Radio has another great show called SEO 101, which we're hoping you subscribe to because they have a lot of great SEO tips that cover all the information you should be doing in general. But here are some specific tips for your local website. Uh, another one, double list your local address on each page you got. Uh, this is important for the search engines because the search engines, they're trying to figure out what are local businesses and what aren't. And when someone does a search for a query that is likely to be searching for a local business, they'll actually give you preferential treatment if you give them signals showing that you're a local business. So put those local addresses on the page at least once, preferably twice on the page. Um, also, another off-page factor, which is great for local businesses. Okay. A link popularity, you're going to hear talked a lot about in SEO. Basically, the more websites linking to your website, the more powerful you're going to be, the more powerful, the better rankings. How do you get your backlinks? It's really hard. Everyone always goes crazy over this. Great way to do it, contact your competition in different geographic areas from you. So as we were saying before, the dentist in Brooklyn, 
have him contact a dentist in California. Technically, you're both dentists, okay? So you're competing, but because you're in different geographic areas, you're not competing at all. If you're a mechanic in Chicago, trade links with the mechanic in Dallas. If you're a lawyer in Denver, trade links with a lawyer in Miami. You know, go to different places so that way you're getting good quality relevant links. And also it's a good user service because if someone's going to your website and they might not be from your local area, help them find a good place. So create a directory that has, you know, the top 50 uh, service providers from around the country. And now you have 50 good link partners to connect with. Oh, exactly. And the other, the other quick tip would be get yourself listed in Google Business. The Google Business Center, they will uh, verify your address and uh, give you access so that they know where your physical presence is. And once they actually mail you a uh, postcard to verify your information. Now, they send you a code, and then you put it in, and, and you know, you're, you're then recognized as being the person because they've mailed the piece to the address that you've got listed on your website. And then once you've got that, you're able to add other addresses if you've got other offices in different parts of town. Uh, mm -hmm. It's an essential part of, of getting listed, and it flows into some of the social aspects because that will then help you get listed in the Google Maps, which if you start to do a search now the maps seem to pop up above the fold and a lot of people wonder how they, you know, how they should get their business into that map listing. And yeah, if you ever gone to Google, mm -hmm. if you ever gone to Google and you uh, do a search and you see that a map pops up with a company name, that's what Frank's talking about. Really powerful. It can drive you a ton of traffic and Oh, by the way, it's free. Okay. So yeah, and you can get there. If your webs you know, you can get there when your website's relatively new and you haven't had the opportunity to build the links and everything that you need to do to pop on the front front page for a particular search result except through paid. This is a way that you can get there without having to pay and in a part where people are looking. Because nowadays when you're looking talking about brick and mortar, that people love the map coming up because they can see how close it is to where they physically are and go, Okay, I'll go to this one. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's a really strong thing for local businesses to make sure that they do is get themselves listed in the maps. Yeah. Um, and another tip I would say when you're talking about SEO and you're trying to promote your brand, you're trying to get backlinked, and you're trying to get traffic to your site, contact local bloggers, okay? Bloggers are maintaining these websites. And if there's a good following for this blogger, because a lot of people, a lot of bloggers have very loyal followings, number one, having them review your business will get you direct traffic. Number two, when they review your business, they're very likely going to be uh, linking back to you, so that's going to help your backlink. And it's coming from a relevant local resource. So it's driving direct traffic, and oh, by the way, it's helping boost your local search ranks, which is win-win. Beautiful stuff to go after. Um, one way to find your local bloggers, in case you don't know how, go to Google, go to Yahoo, go to Bing, do a search, your local you know, name, and then the word bloggers. You know, do 90210 bloggers, do Dallas, Texas bloggers, you know, and you're going to see people popping up in the searches. You'll have to do a little bit of time spending, uh, you know, looking for these people. But once you find them, contact them, shoot them an email, send them a nice little, you know, 
a gift or something. Nothing big, but just a little something saying, hi, I'm in the neighborhood. We should help each other out. You know, um, be friendly and it can totally help you out. Any yeah, other words? We're getting the flag. We're getting that. We're actually, we're getting the flag that uh, we've got to put a halt to this. So I think this is a topic that we're going to need to come back to and give more detail to sometime in the near future. All right. Um, well, for that, then we'll uh, wrap it up right now. We'll try to do another show on this. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. And remember that we always love suggestions, questions, and consultations with our listeners. You can contact us at GoodROI.com and visit our archive at WebmasterRadio.fm and on iTunes. Join us every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Pacific as we help guide you in your search for solutions. Have a great one, everyone. Good night, guys. Thank you.